brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. It's been a while since we heard from the heretical bishops of Germany who want the church to surrender to the secular culture on matters of sins of the flesh and who want to democratize the church. But it came to light that after their synodal way was finished in the summer, which was a two or three year process that they've been running since 2019, the bishops of Germany have been asking Francis for a face-to-face meeting so they can sell him on their rather bizarre ideas. And here's the thing. Francis has actually been mocking them publicly, going so far as to call them Protestants. I know, it's hard to believe, but the story today gives us an idea of what might be too far for even Francis. But remember, as I'll go over the story, Francis has actually been sending mixed messages on these issues for the past few years, especially to the bishops of Germany. You see, in one breath, he will uphold the Catholic position on the various things we'll talk about. And then the next, he will seemingly side with the German bishops. So let's take a look at the story. Headline from The Pillar. Heads of Germany's Synodal Way seek papal talks on resolutions. That seems pretty innocuous, really, until you remember that the German Synodal Way passed a promise in their meeting to go it alone, if need be, in embracing the James Martin sin in the church in Germany. They promised to go it alone, if need be, to open the sacrament of holy orders to women. They promised to go it alone, if need be, to allow the laity to choose their own bishops and priests. They promised schism if they weren't allowed to fully secularize the church, and they promised to do all this in the name of protecting the most vulnerable from future Ted McCarrick's, because apparently not adopting the sin most closely associated with Ted McCarrick somehow allows more Ted McCarrick's to happen in the church. If that makes any sense to you, please enlighten the rest of us, because it looks like the German church is simply using the most over evil that the church has dealt with in the 21st century so far to promote the rise of the nastiest heresy imaginable in the church. Now, it's worth remembering that these resolutions were passed by the German bishops in June, and the Synodal Way has largely gone quiet since that time. It's kind of because it's done, and that's why my coverage of this has ended. But now we get to this story, which tells us that the German bishops have taken their resolution to Francis for his approval. It's also worth remembering that Francis, towards the end of the German Synodal Way, called what was going on in Germany a movement of the Holy Spirit. Just saying those words makes me want to wash my mouth out with soap. Anyway, from the article, quote, The leaders of Germany's Synodal Way asked in June for face-to-face talks with Pope Francis. In a letter setting out the initiative's demands for sweeping changes to church teaching and practice, The letter to the Pope was made public September 22nd when the German Bishops' Conference, the DBK, and the Lay Central Committee of German Catholics, the ZDK, the Synodal Way's co-sponsors, released the six-page text. The letter dated June 22nd presented the results of the three-year initiative, which brought together Germany's bishops and select lay people to discuss four main topics, power, the priesthood, women in the church, and marital relations. The Synodal Way formally ended in March with resolutions backing women deacons, a re-examination of priestly celibacy, lay preaching at masses, 
James Martin blessings, and the ideology of the flesh the world is pushing and that our hosts don't want us critiquing in the slightest. Is it unclear whether the Pope has responded to the June letter, and there is no public record of an audience between Francis and the letter's signatories? The Snottleways co-sponsors or co-presidents, Bishop George Botzing and Hermé Stetter Karp, respectively the chairman of the DBK and the president of the ZVK. Pope Francis has repeatedly criticized the German project, suggesting that it failed to take into account the criteria for authentic reform set out in his 2019 letter to German Catholics. The Pope has also described the initiative as, quote, elitist and joked that it is seeking to replicate the evangelical church in Germany. He also authorized a series of Vatican interventions in the project, but did not prevent it from taking place, end quote. Look, it's a bit reassuring when Francis mocks the worst of the modernists for going so far that even he calls them Protestants. He did remind them on several occasions to not, quote, go it alone, despite the reassurance that they have given to Vatican authorities that while they want to remain Catholic, they're willing to go it alone to achieve their goals. There's a lot of talk of schism in the church these days, with the implication being made that it's traditional Catholics who will go into schism when the reality is that it's much more likely that the church in Germany is already in a state of de facto schism. They've threatened to go into schism to achieve their goals, and frankly, they'd likely be taking a bunch of other European bishops from other countries with them too. Whether that translates to American bishops and bishops beyond the European countries following suit in their schism remains to be seen. But there is a faction of self-identified Catholics who think the church has been wrong on matters of faith and morals since Christ founded the church. Anyone who holds to that position is truly a schismatic, if not a heretic as well. But that opinion is rampant in the church today. It's the cause of many young and even not-so-young Catholics leaving the church. Most curiously, they do so over the James Martin sin, which many have accepted the practitioners of such sins as the truly virtuous people in society. You know that's true, and it's all very strange. And what it illustrates is that at the end of the day, most people who profess to have the faith truly either never did in the first place, or let the, they let the fires of their faith wane and cool down, thus embracing a state of spiritual lukewarmness, which Christ told us was the most dangerous state to be in. There, but for the grace of God, go any of us. Now, Francis mocking the German bishops is a good sign as we head into the Synod on Synodality, but the German bishops have tried to assuage Francis's fears. Quote, Botzing Estetter Karp sought to assuage the Pope's concerns, stressing in the letter's opening lines that Synodal Way participants were grateful for his 2019 message and had reflected on its admonitions again and again in the course of the process. They also suggested that the Synodal Way was based on broad consultations in the dioceses, the parishes, the associations, in the assemblies of the Central Committee of German Catholics, in the Synodal Forums, in the Bishops' Conference, and last but not least in the Synodal Assemblies. They said that the initiative's resolutions had been, quote, recognized by a vast majority of the assembled bishops, priests, religious, and laity as significant perspectives for the future. The letter noted that according to the Synodal Ways statutes, Resolutions that could not be enacted at a local level should be presented to the Pope. Botzing and Stetter Karp said they hoped that 
Francis would give the resolutions his, quote, favorable consideration and review. They emphasized that, the avail that they were available for further discussions with Vatican dicasteries and noted that the Synodal Way's conclusions would be raised at the Synod on Synodality in Rome. Quoting them directly, we have noticed with great interest that many of these concerns are also mentioned in the Instrumentum Laboris, the working document for the World Synod in October, they wrote. They added, We are aware that the concerns presented here, as far-reaching as they may be in detail, can nevertheless all only be helpful if they are seen quite explicitly in the service of a church that takes the gospel to heart again and again and remembers its mission to proclaim the gospel to people. End quote. So the article then goes on to describe the nine points that the Germans want from Francis. Buckle up, folks. Here are the nine points. First, they want the creation of a permanent synodal body of bishops and laity to govern the church in Germany. Second, they want the formalization of laity being involved in the process to choose bishops instead of the Vatican doing so. Third, they want the laity to preach homilies at Mass. Fourth, they want the church to take seriously their demand to end clerical celibacy. Fifth, they wanted women's diaconate. Sixth, they want John Paul II's declaration that the priesthood is for men alone to be re-examined because they want priestesses. Seventh, they want the catechism revised to make the James Martin sin acceptable. Their eighth demand is what they call for ecclesiastical jurisdiction of German dioceses, which is a fancy way of saying the laity governing the dioceses of Germany. And ninth, they ask for a new code of canon law that would apply universal standards across the church. At present, there are different codes of canon law in the East and West, and some jurisdictions have different views of and different ways of interpreting canon law. So with that, I say that pretty much all that, except maybe that last point, is nonsense. I'm not one to think that ending clerical celibacy will solve the Ted McCarrick problem, nor am I one to ignore the warnings from heaven as voiced by Marian apparitions and various mystics over the centuries that the Pope who ends clerical celibacy will be confined to the eternal fires of perdition. That that's been said in the record. But notice that the German bishops have a strange focus on matters of the flesh. They spend a rather strange amount of time thinking about the James Martin sin and activities only suitable to those in the sacrament of holy matrimony. They spend so much time thinking about this that in past ages, the Holy Office would have sent inquisitors to investigate whether or not these bishops were keeping their vows or living double lives in some way. Because, well, honestly, that's the only thing I can come up with. People that focused on the sins in question to the point that they spend millions upon millions of euros arguing for and working for the faith to conform to secular values have to had to have something going on that they're not making public. It's all very strange, and I hope Francis laughs them out of the room. But I doubt it, since he's called their work and the work of Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church, Movements of the Holy Spirit. And he always talks about unity above everything else. Again, I feel like I need to wash my mouth out with soap every time I imply that their work is the work of the Holy Spirit. But I'm curious what you think about this. Are the German bishops right to ask Francis for a face-to-face -face meeting on this, if only to avoid overt schism? Do you think Francis is going to give them what they want, given that most of the national synodal documents from around the world call for most of what the Germans are asking for, and given that it's in the Instrumentum Laboris, the working document meant to guide the synod on synodality? 
Let me know what you think of this in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.